From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 139 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm here once again with my co-host, Cody and James. What is up, guys? What's up? What's up? You weren't kidding when you are saying once again, are you? <laughs> once again. <laughs> Take two. Take I'm two. Serious deja vu over here. <laughs> it's happened, what, twice, I think? Maybe three times, yeah. Well, yeah. overall, that we've started yeah. uh, and forgot to with... hit the record button. I think yeah. only only three times, maybe. At least we cut it early this early. time. Early, yeah, yeah. We were only a couple minutes in, so now yeah. I was showing James while the James and Cody while the uh, the music was playing. I have a little note here, sticky note. I'm gonna stick to my laptop or to my monitor. <laughs> hit record, uh, so we can remember. Um, nice. So if I was able to delegate that to one of them, I'd say, Hey, you guys take care of it next time. But unfortunately I can't. So, so well, we're, we're, we're recording now. So that's yeah, what's important. We are recording. I see the little, the, the little timer going. So, uh, we are back. Um, we made a couple the boys funny, are back. That's right. Right. What did I say last time? We're putting the band back together. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, again, again, <laughs> for a third time. Um, so yeah, Limited we are back. engagement. <laughs> it's before been, we uh... blow away forever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I missed that parade. All right, enough about that. Um, it's been a couple weeks since we recorded. We were all uh, on the road taking trips. Uh, Cody was heading down south. James headed out east, and I headed out west. So we were going all different directions. Uh, at you know not not at the same time I think Cody got back a day after we left uh, after James and I left um we, I don't know we didn't I don't think we passed each other in the air cuz you took off I think Friday night James and I didn't take off till Saturday Yep that but, is uh, correct But we'll talk about that here in a little while um not too much Disney news that I have I have a little bit that I could probably share during my during my trip report Same with me Um and uh so we'll just get into it uh we're going to talk about what we've been doing the last week and a half. Two? Two, two weeks. Yeah. Three. And uh, some of the things we we enjoyed, some of the things we might not have enjoyed. Uh-oh. I know I saw one of those in James's post. Saw what now? Something we might not have enjoyed. Oh, okay. Um, Universal, <clears throat> maybe. Something to do with... Edible stuff, but I'll let you share that later. Uh, okay. Since, since Cody left first, we're going to let Cody go first and talk about what he did uh, since we've been gone. All right. Um, go ahead, well, Cody. Okay. I think I mentioned it uh, probably a few times before uh, we took our little pause in recording. Uh, I went on a cruise with my wife's family, so there were a pretty decent-sized group. Uh, we had 12 adults plus two Two babies, our, our two-year-old nephew and our one-year-old niece. 
and we flew out of Salt Lake City on the 12th of this month uh, into Long Beach. Uh, and then that Saturday morning in Long Beach, we actually did family photos on the I beach. Yeah. Uh, we hired a, f- a photographer local down there in that area. And we did a photo session down there on the beach because my in-laws were wanting to update their uh, kind of family photo wall in their house. Cause it's been probably seven, eight years since they've updated those photos. And now there are three, three of their children have gotten married Two out of three of those married couples have had, uh, at least one baby. One of them has another one on the way. Uh, Lucy and I are, uh, chilling, uh, going on vacations. <laughs> and, I thought, I thought um, maybe you had an announcement or something. No, I, I don't think it'd be that offhanded that I would just say it um, that casually. Uh, no. Oh, by the uh, way, no, no announcement to be made on that front. Uh, not from us, anyways. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, we took some family photos on the beach uh, Saturday morning in Long Beach, and despite how pleasant it looks in those photos, if you happen to see them on my Facebook, if you're friends with me. It was cold uh, that morning in Long Beach. I mean, you're right there on the water. Uh, It is January, even though it's Southern California, it is January. It was about 45 degrees that morning on the beach. Uh, And the babies didn't care too much for that uh, and having to, you know, participate for the photos. But we managed to get the photos we wanted and we thought they turned out really well. They look really nice. And then... Uh, we kind of went back to our hotel because we did the pictures at like seven in the morning. It was pretty early. Um, and our boarding time for the cruise wasn't until noon. So we went back to the hotel, had some breakfast, relaxed for a couple of hours, got things ready. And then we uh, went over to the cruise port down there in uh, Long Beach, got on the Carnival Panorama. We took a Carnival cruise, the first time I've sailed with Carnival. Um, I met lots of people um, that in the past before cruising with Carnival that hate Carnival. Um, but Carnival is also the biggest um, cruising fleet out there at the moment. Now, Royal Caribbean has uh, the largest ships when it comes to cruising, but Carnival has the biggest fleet. Um and Carnival owns uh, Princess and everything like that. So um, they are a a, a large cruising company. Um, and I met lots of people on this ship that exclusively sail with Carnival, that they love Carnival. So I think a lot of it, like with most things, comes down to preference. Um, yep. What did you what, think of it? Did um, you like Carnival? Because you've... You, your last cruise was with Royal. Right? Our last cruise last January was with Royal on so one of their the Oasis class ships, which prior to two weeks ago was was their largest class of ships. Like with two within the last two weeks, they had just debuted their newest and largest ship, the largest cruise ship in the world, which is called Icon of the Seas, um, and it's an entirely new class of ship for Royal Caribbean. Um, but yes, uh, and then a year or so before that, uh, six months before that, we did an Alaskan cruise 
with Princess. So I've sailed with Princess, Royal, and Carnival. And I didn't mind Carnival. I think they they all do things well and then they all have things that aren't as great so they all kind of each have their own thing that individually that they do really well uh royals really big they do entertainment really well Mm -hmm. um like the the shows and things like that things to do on the ship royal kind of really knocks that out of the park uh princess is more geared towards uh, service princess generally kind of caters more towards an older demographic. And so there are less, you know, high tech wazoo, fancy, crazy things to do on the ship. It's a little bit more laid back, but the service is really good on princess. So, you know, in there, the service you receive, like in the main dining room and the food that they serve in the main dining room is a little bit more elevated than what I've experienced on Royal. And also now with carnival. So, um, I would say that Carnival out of the three, Carnival has probably been my least favorite. And not to say that we didn't enjoy ourselves. We had a great time and I was sad to leave and come back to reality and come home. But we were disappointed with the uh, like the evening shows, the nighttime shows after dinner and stuff like that with Carnival this time around. And it sounded like you know, it was kind of a mixture of things that the, which was interesting with this one. Cause they have, a, you know, lots of little like trivia stuff and game shows and things like that kind of operating throughout the day just to kind of keep people busy. But then at night it seems like they have the same cast, the same group of main actors, singers, dancers that perform all of their major shows throughout the week. Um, and so I think it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I also think that that somewhat limits the type of shows you're able to offer because you're using the same six to eight people and, you know, right. You know, you people specialize in one or two things and, you know, you, you, everyone has like their wheelhouse when it comes to performing. And so when you're using the same people for your, and you know, each night was a different show, but you can only make it so different when you're using the same six people. Right. So, and then on top of that, I guess they were typically supposed to have eight or seven or eight people. One of them, I guess, had been recruited for a different project. So they were gone entirely. And then one of them was like six. So like the first night, the show got canceled completely. And they just brought in one of the comedians from one of the other lounges because it was like so last minute and people were coming into the theater. And it's like, well, we got to do something with these people. So they just brought in one of the comedians they had on board. Uh, which was fine. And then they had rescheduled that show for a couple of days later. The next night it went as scheduled, which was a different show. It wasn't the one that got canceled. Um, but at the time we didn't know that they were down to performers, to singers. And so they gave us that show, but they gave us the watered down minimalistic version of the show. And so basically it was just five people on stage on stools singing covers to songs from like the sixties, um, which is a fine era of music. I love music from the sixties, but it just didn't seem they were good singers, but it wasn't entertaining. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. um, anybody, 
not anybody, but you know, it's like anybody can sit there on a stool and sing covers and, you know, they had their own parts and this and that. And some of them got up and moved around in some small dance moves, but they weren't on any means grand scale productions. And we were kind of like, Oh, that's, that's kind of odd. And it's like, well, maybe, you know, it's, you know, three nights into the cruise already. It's like, maybe this one just isn't, wasn't meant to be a big one. You know, maybe the big one was the one that got canceled that they rescheduled. And so the next night again is, um, it was the one that got canceled and we went in and we see the stools on the stage again. And again, <laughs> uh, great. Yeah. Here we go again. And, and Lucy <laughs> after, you know, we sat <laughs> there and watched it. They were only about 30 minutes. These shows aren't that long. Um, and afterwards, you know, we're like, it, it, it ended up being the same thing, just a different era of music. This one was more like soul and like R and B, um, which again was a great genre of music, but it was, just them, these same five people singing covers, mostly sitting on their stools. And there was one out of the five, four out of the five would like have their, you know, their song, you know, like, you know, this song, this person kind of takes more of the lead. And then on this song, this person takes more of the lead. And you have a couple people that come in for backup or whatnot. There was one girl, she never had a lead. She was always backup. So she was on her stool the whole time, just kind of swaying and singing her part, but she never had a solo. She never led any of the songs. And we're like, that's really weird. Cause the other four people are, and they're kind of alternating, you know, throughout their set list and everything. And this girl just didn't come to find out later. They did like a Q and a later in the week with that, those cast members for those shows and that's when we found out that they were running a couple people down and this, that, and the one girl that never soloed in a song or anything, she's, she's primarily a dancer. And it's like, okay, well now that we know that that's why, you know, it, it makes sense now that we have that information, but <laughs> they're like, she's the server in the dining room. We just pulled her down. <laughs> Yeah, and so like she's a nighttime the week, bartender. We just grabbed her. Yeah, throughout the week it was just really weird. Um and even when they got back one of the person that was out sick or had some sort of medical thing that couldn't perform the first half of the week, towards the end of the week he came back, um, but they were still down the one person that got pulled for another project. Um and so they're still down, but because he came back, they were able to step it up again for like their last big show. And they, you know, they had more of a set and there were props and they were moving throughout the theater and it was much more of a production, but it was still just covers. And it was like, uh, it was more involved this time, but it was just covered. So I felt like, (laughs) um, with Royal and even with princess, like with princess, it was a different type of show every night. And with Royal, Um, they have different types of show at different venues. So if you want to go see like their ice skating show, you go to like the ice, you know, the, 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 the ice theater. Um, and, and some of their larger ships Royals has what they call like the aqua theater. And it's like a water where they do diving and dancing and they mix all this kind of stuff into it. One of the best shows I've ever seen on a cruise ship. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you get a lot of different kinds of experiences, but you're using different performers. It's not the same people cycling from show to show. So I think that was kind of a hindrance with carnival. That was a little bit unexpected. Um, we had really great service in the dining room 
our waiters and stuff were were great. Uh, service was really good. Food was not amazing, but not bad by any standard. So it was just kind of middle tier, but it was nice. And our whole group was able to be on the same table, which was really nice for 14 people to be uh, around the same table and be able to eat all at the same time was really nice. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, we went, like I said, we sailed out of Long Beach. We went to uh, down towards like the tip of Baja, Mexico, that peninsula there on the Pacific side of Mexico. We went down to Puerto Vallarta, Mazatlan, and Cabo San Lucas, which I think is the same ports James went to on his Mexican cruise that he did with his family uh, yep. last year. Last March, yep. So did you do any excursions at any of the three? We did one paid excursion in Cabo. The other two ports, we just, we got taxis and went downtown and just kind of did exploring and shopping and eating on our own. We tried to eat at local places and um, just kind of wandered around to see what we could see. Cause we're actually going back to those same three destinations on a different cruise uh, through a different cruise line uh, <laughs> with Lucy's extended family. So her grandparents and down are doing another princess cruise, uh, but it happens to be going to those same three ports. So we were fine taking a more laid back approach to most of these ports because we know that when we do the cruise in November with her extended family, her grandparents will pay for uh, people to do excursions. So we kind of just explored on our own this time around in Puerto Vallarta and in Mazatlan, which was a lot of fun. How did that, <clears throat> how was that? Did you feel safe doing that? Cause that's one thing going down there that I was just like, I'm always like, man, is it safe going down there? Right. Is it going to be? And each time we, like you said, we went to the same ports, but we did a paid excursion each time. So mm-hmm. I love to hear that you guys did your own thing, you know, cause I have a, you know, my friend, Jenny, I know he's gone down there before and done the same ports, I think on carnival as well. And I know they kind of did their same their own thing as well, but for me, I just am like I don't know. I'm a little too nervous. Was but there? Did it work out good for you? And a second part to that question: Where did the ship give you? Was there warnings or something like stay stay out of this part of town or stay you know or you know you sure. can go but you're on your own you know? Sure. Um, um, to answer Jason's question, as far as like any warnings or anything. I never heard of any warnings being given out to people. Now I'm sure if maybe you were aware of a bad area and you asked about that area specifically, they might say go at your own risk. But um, I think most of these places are one of their, you know, what fuels these cities is tourism. That's one of their main points of revenue. Right. Right, And so I think as long as you stay in the touristy areas and don't stray too far from um, where the tourists and the resorts and the port and all those things are, I think generally yeah. it's pretty safe. Now, obviously, nothing's a guarantee. I mean, yeah. uh, terrorism or anything like that can happen anywhere at any time, regardless if it's touristy or not, but... I never felt unsafe. I think the largest thing is there's a a sense of uncertainty or being uncomfortable mostly because of the language barrier. Even right. though it is highly uh, touristy, 
and largely by American tourists, people that speak English, doesn't necessarily mean that the people in these tourist cities that work there, that live there, speak very good English. Um, and lots of people know Spanish in America and lots of people don't. And I know very little Spanish. I know enough to, you know, I was able to ask where the nearest restroom was, you know, when we were exploring. Uh, so, so share with us your, your Espanol. Ask um, where the closest bathroom is. Albano? So, Albano? <laughs> so poquito, pa, poquito Espanol? Just a little yeah, un poquito. Um, Donde esta baño? There you go. Perfect. Um, so, you know, I was able, I was able to do that much, you know, and l- luckily, you know, I can mostly read a Spanish menu when it's, when the food is Mexican. When it, when it says quesadilla. <laughs> yeah. Taco, burrito, fajita. Hey, I know what these things are. All right. I know what frijoles are. <laughs> yeah. Queso, sign me up. But so, yeah, um, I never felt unsafe. You know, sometimes there was a bit of a learning curve on getting a taxi and communicating with the taxi driver on where you wanted to go. Um, but for the most part, I, you know, I think those taxi drivers, they know, they know beach, they know restaurant, they know, yeah, um, they know cruise port, you know? So there, there's one of those that, <clears throat> that I thought was a little different than the other, than the other two. And I want to say it was Mazatlan where at the shipping yard. Yeah. Like you go into a shipping yard and you get off yeah. and they have like a little area, some shops there, but you're largely in a shipping yard and mm-hmm. there's, it's a completely fenced off area with barbed wire on the fences and everything. And it's like, yeah, I don't know if I would feel safe leaving this area. <laughs> <laughs> and so what's like interesting, we took, we took a bus and as we were pulling out, I was like, I, I don't know about this. <laughs> it's like, are, are we going to get back? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where, where are we going? Are and we- it wasn't, it wasn't a great neighborhood surrounding there. So no, I'm, I'm, it's not. And um, I walked, um, I walked through that neighborhood <laughs> Yeah, because some of the other ports, it's like, there is very much a built up developed port area. It's like a shopping mall. It's very touristy. You've got places like Margaritaville and senior frogs and right. things like that. It's, it's very Americanized as much as possible. Um, designed to make you feel safe. And, and largely it's because, you know, they, it gets taxed more and stuff and all that. And so like the idea is to keep you right there. It's like, you don't need to go into the city to get, your, you know, your poncho or your hat or anything. It's like, you can get it all right here. You don't have to go into the city where maybe it could be a little bit more sketchy. It's like, you can do it right here. You might pay a little bit more, but it's, you know, with, as long as you stay within the cruise port, it is a secure area, you know, because when you leave the cruise port, you usually have to go through some type of security check to get back into the cruise port to go back to your ship. Right. Right. Um, And so, yeah, Mazatlan, um, it did. Well, yeah. It, and I knew that going ahead into it ahead of time, you may have mentioned it when you went last year and then I had seen it doing some of my own research as well in preparation for this trip. Um, what's interesting about the, the people that we went with is as much as I have this one brother-in-law that is a 
we'll call him frugal. He will do anything to save a penny. Um, and if it saves him multiple pennies, he'll do it 10 times. <laughs> and so in Puerto Vallarta, they have like a couple like piers or docks. And we happened to be on the pier or dock that was not right up against their newly developed port area. And so if you want it, cause you know, it, it wasn't that far away, but it was probably a quarter ish, a third of a mile away that you kind of had to walk around the the pier to get to the where all the the port shops were and everything before venturing out into the city and right right when you get off the ship they have of course all of your shuttles or buses for any of the people that paid or booked for excursions and they have all the signs up there with your excursion name so you know where to find your bus and lots of people directing you and then they also have like a little taxi area too and most of these taxis were going to what they called the uh what was it called the the now i'm just blanking on what it was called the mac Oh, I forget what it was called, but basically it was kind of like their downtown area, the kind of the nice beach strip with the shops and the restaurants and everything. And that's where most of these taxis were going because, and it was about a 15 minute drive from where the port was. So it wasn't a 15 to 20 minute drive from where the port was. So it's like, sure you could walk there, but you're going to waste a lot of your time doing that. It's easier just to get on one of these taxis. Right. And that's, you know, Right there, they said, you know, it doesn't matter which taxi you get on. They're all going to the same. A lot of them were kind of like shuttle vans, you know, passenger vans. Um, $5 a person, they'll take you down. Uh, and that's where you'll see kind of like the the nice cathedrals and things like that that are in the center of town. And you'll have a long, like mile-long strip of shops and things like that. Lots of things to see and do. All the vendors and such. And so it's like, you know. Get on, get on a shuttle, get in a taxi, $5 a person, they'll take you down. And, you know, it took us a minute to figure out the best way, A, where we wanted to go, because we didn't pay for an excursion. Puerto Vallarta was our first port. Where we wanted to go and how we were going to get there. And eventually said, well, I'm just going to go ask one of these people that are standing at the port information booth. Say, hey, this is where we want to go. What's the best way to get there? And they said, I'll go right over there and get a taxi, $5 a person. I said, great. And we had about six of us uh, in our group. It was my wife and I, my brother-in-law and his wife, my mother-in-law and a different brother-in-law. So there were six of us and we all piled into a taxi. It was going to be $5 a person. Everyone was going to pay their way. And then all of a sudden my brother-in-law says, oh, we can get an Uber for $3. Because <laughs> it's Mexico, right? You know, it's whatever... Right. Pesos, but it's like it it ended up equating down to like three or four bucks. And so they're like they've already like closed the door on the shuttle that we're on, and he's got his one year old baby strapped to him in one of those little chest carrier things. Mm-hmm. And he just gets up, he's like, I've ordered an Uber, and gets up, opens the side <laughs> of the van and gets out. And his wife is like, uh and she's like, I I gotta go. He's he's got the baby, you know? <laughs> And then my mother-in-law is like, well, uh, she she just kind of goes with the flow. So she's like, well, I'm going to go with them just to make sure everything's okay. And then my other brother-in-law went. And then Lucy felt, she's like, if we separate from them now, we're not going to spend any time with them. So I'm like, Lucy, just 
stay here. You know, I guarantee you, but if we get out, he did not order an Uber for six people. I guarantee you. And she's like, well, it ended up being a big mess (laughs) where we were in the port was not the area for the taxi or for the Uber pickup. If you wanted the Uber pickup, you had to go to where like the port shops were, which was about a quarter, third of a mile on the other side of the pier that we were at. Um, And they had a little like tram shuttle to take you over there. Um, but when he ordered the Uber, he thought, because all these taxis, the official shuttle taxis to go to the downtown area were coming in and out of a guarded gate, like within 50 feet from us. So he assumed the Uber could just come in right there and pick us up was not the case. The Uber is like, you have to go (laughs) down there. And it's like, okay, well that's like 1500 feet away, you know, (laughs) at least, you know, that's a, it, it was like a five minute walk, you know? So it's like. And, you know, the, and the, he's trying to communicate with the Uber and the Uber's on the other side of the fence. Like, I can't come in here. And so it ended up being a big mess. And I, I told Lucy, it's like, okay, we can sit here and try to figure this out or we can just go pay $5, get on, get, get back on this, these other shuttles and go where we want to go. So we ended up doing that. They ended we just left them. It's like, you guys figure out what you want to do. We're going to go enjoy ourselves. So... Outside of that, you know, we had a nice time exploring the city. There was lots of people around. It didn't didn't feel unsafe at all. Um, we didn't feel too bombarded by the street vendors or things like that. There were certainly people coming up to us asking us to buy hats or this, that, or the other jewelry that they're making. Uh, there were artists with paintings and things like that. But most people were fairly like, you know you come to me if if you really want something. There are a few people that are coming up to you and trying to get you to buy it, but right, it was fine. Uh, we walked around, we went to the cathedral that was uh, kind of down in the city center. We got some lunch at a local restaurant. Um, and then we came back to the ship. That was the day we had a couple's massage booked. We did a, one of those hot stone massages that nice. day on, on the that? ship. Uh, it was nice. It was the first time I had done a stone massage. And it was nice. The massages are crazy expensive on cruise ships. So it feels a little more expensive than it should have been. Um, <laughs> and then of course, when you're done, they, they, they're always like, Oh, you're, you're so tense. Your muscles are you know, so much stress here buy this $70 miracle cure liquid. You put it on once a day. Oh, you feel so good. It's like, no, I don't. I don't need it. It's like, okay, well, I have three other ones that are also $70 that will be really helpful. It's like, no. And, you know, you go through like a 10-minute ordeal after your massage and you're all groggy of them trying to sell you this stuff. <laughs> That's and how they like, get you. They're trying to take advantage when you're all groggy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll take it. Whatever it is. If it makes yeah. you feel like this, but give it to me. You like, had your, massage you is had... temporary, but this you take home with you, you feel a lot you feel lots better. <laughs> You should have had your brother-in-law hook you up because I think the Uber will do a massage for you too for a couple bucks more. I'm sure it would have. Yeah. So that was nice. And the next day we went to Mazatlan. We did the three days, like the three ports, three days in a row. The next day was Mazatlan. um, And we went out into the city with a different uh, brother-in-law and spouse and child. 
and they are also frugal but less intense about it and they're like yeah we're just gonna go walk around um from what i can tell like the city center is only like 10 minutes away shouldn't be that bad you know it's like okay so so real quick backing up to puerto vallarta did your brother-in-law who got the uber did they get to where they wanted to go or did, did you they... see him at all that day or yeah, did we didn't see him, see him until dinner that night yeah <laughs> no we didn't see him until dinner on the ship um so what happened was the Uber ended up canceling on them because they had to walk so far to actually get to a spot <laughs> that they could get in the Uber. Cause the port area, like James has said, they're all gated and it's a secure area. So in order to get to a point where they could feasibly access the Uber, the Uber was like, forget this, this is way too difficult. You know, $3 and not worth it. Um, and so at that point, my brother-in-law, he's like, screw it. I'm just going to go back to the ship. His wife was still very much wanted to go to the beach. So then uh, her and my one of the unmarried – one of my unmarried brothers-in-laws, the two of them, they went down to the beach. Uh, they end up getting to the spot where you could get an Uber, called an Uber from there, and nicely got on an Uber and went down 15, 20 minutes to where that nice – beach area and shops and stuff were so nice. <laughs> and yeah, I think my mother-in-law ended up just kind of getting fed up with the situation. I think she went back on the ship too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was that morning was a little hectic. It was the first time we, we were all getting off the ship. The, that port was almost harder to navigate. It was a little less intuitive than the other ports that I had been to. And so I think that didn't help with things and, but yeah. Um, and when then we didn't see them, we, we didn't see them until dinner and we asked them then at that point, but did you get your Uber? You know, and that's when they filled us in on everything. So <laughs> should have just stayed on the bus. It should have, but he there's wasn't a time, willing. There's a time to be frugal. And then there's a time if you don't know how the things operate or you're already on the bus going to where you got to go. Just right. Yeah. Stay on the bus. Yeah. And I was trying uh, to get Lucy to stay, but she, and I get it. Well, she didn't want to separate. And she yeah. was right. If we separate from them now, we will not see them the rest of the day. And that's, and, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. But, but at least you got to go out and see something. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to come all the ship. way here and be like, well, I guess we're not going to see anything because it's proven <laughs> to be a little difficult. It's like. Yeah. <clears throat> didn't, didn't want to spend that extra $2. Yeah, and it's he doesn't listen to the show, does he? <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't. Um, uh, and so it's like, man, it's five dollars a person is not bad because you know other times when Lucy and I were taking like private taxis with when it was just the two of us in it, it was pretty much always fifteen or twenty dollars wherever we wanted to go. So five dollars a person. It's not that bad. Was it yeah, more yeah, expensive? It's not, it's not bad at all. So for two people, it ended up being twenty bucks, but it was like a. 10 to 15 minute, about a 15 minute drive. That's not bad. Um, so, you know, $10 versus like a $3 Uber. Sure. Yeah. You're saving some money there, but then he ended up not going and turned into a big old ordeal. And it's like, you could have just paid the $10 for you and your wife. You could have had a nice, you know, afternoon at the beach. That's all. That's all your wife wanted. She just wanted to go to the beach, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so Mazatlan, we we walked around. We we left the port area. We walked through the 
the streets of the city, the neighborhoods and things like that. And ended up getting to the city center where they had some shops and a, uh, a larger cathedral in that area. And so we went in there and, and these were all like still functioning churches. And so what's nice about that is you can go in and look around and not get charged any kind of like an entrance fee or a ticket or anything like that. Cause they're still functioning churches and churches just let people come in and, you know, and they do ask that like, you know, take off your giant sun hats, uh, you know, you know, no, they no try to make it, yeah, they, they try to make it like, please come in slightly respectful because yeah. it is still yep. a church, but understandable. Yeah. But we went in and looked around and then at that point it was like, uh, we took a, just Lucy and I, we kind of broke away from the group we were with. We took a kind of like an open air buggy taxi type of thing to, um, kind of like that city's kind of beach strip with shops and things like that again. And I guess that one's like one of the longest ones in the world. It's like 13 miles long or something for that type of little beach strip, whatever it was that they called it. I can't remember now. Oh, Malacon. They called it the Malacon and it was called the Malacon in Puerto Vallarta. It was called the Malacon in, uh, Mazatlan. So I think that's just kind of a word for like, like a beach strip type of place. That sounds like some kind of villain. Yeah. yeah. Like, go ahead and go to shore, but watch out for the Malacan. Yeah. See if it works. San Francisco just kicked a field goal, 24 to 10. Oh. Detroit's still in it. <laughs> <laughs> we got live updates. <laughs> All right. I'm watching the game as we're doing it. Well, it won't be live for anybody else, but. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, and so we went there, we got in the water, spent some time on the beach, just Lucy and I, that was nice. Uh, the next day in Cabo, um, my in-laws paid for people to do excursions and we did a dolphin excursion. Um, cause that's what the, uh, the couples with little kids were doing. Cause it was our in-laws or my in-laws gave us the choice of the dolphin ex- encounter or zip lining. A couple of my brother-in-laws uh, that are uh, younger and unmarried did the zip lining, and then the ones with kids and stuff. And my in-laws, my parent-in-laws, they well did the dolphins. And so Lucy and I decided to go do the dolphins so we could be with our niece and nephew and uh, that. And that was cool. It was like a kind of a aquarium type thing, but you could get in the water with the dolphins and. I take pictures, you know, the dolphin would give you a kiss on the cheek. You could dance in the water with the dolphin. You could hug the dolphin type of deal. And so we got actually got some really good pictures of everybody in the water with the dolphins, of course, minus the babies because they were too little, but they were able to get the dolphins up onto a platform that's only like a couple inches deep of water. So the babies can still like touch the dolphins and like hug the dolphin on the platform and things like that. So So that was really nice. And those tickets weren't, weren't very expensive. Um, they were, uh, I don't know. They were like $120 a person, which wasn't bad. However, where they get you, there's a reason why those tickets aren't very expensive is because holy cow, the amount of money they are charging for the pictures that they take of you when you're with the dolphins. (laughs) Yeah. 
Only five bucks to see the dolphins, but we're going to charge you two hundred for the pictures to go with. Man, two hundred dollars would have been the deal of a lifetime. That's wow. how expensive these pictures were. And wow. you know, if it, if this was something that Lucy and I had and I had done on our own, there's no way we could have afforded <laughs> those pictures. There's absolutely no way. The only reason like, we have those pictures, and you probably saw them on Facebook or whatever. Yep, loved them. The only reason we have those pictures is because my in-laws <laughs> decided to pay for them so that everybody could have them. But <laughs> otherwise, Cody and Lucy would have been going. Well, we got to replant the grass next season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. I've already alluded to the fact that they were extremely expensive. I want both of you to try to guess what you think these these pictures cost. Right. Granted, so they took a two hundred. They, they gave they gave us it was like a hundred and sixty or hundred and eighty photos, and there was maybe like fifteen like thirty second videos also thrown in. So two hundred was a bargain. I'm going with four forty nine. <clears throat> I'm going to say based on what you're saying. And it was part of the group, right? Everybody was there together. Yes, our our whole group, our family was what did this together at the same time. I'm going to think it's a little higher. I'm going to think more like five ninety nine. Okay, those would have been really good prices. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> are you kidding me? They're even more than that. <laughs> it was seven fifty for oh, the photo what? package. Crap, seven fifty. You gotta wow. be kidding. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. Is that a blanket? And that, for that like, was, if there's only two of you. Or is that because of the size or was it just because you're from America? I mean, what, what was it? <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure because I'm like, there's no way they're charging a, like two people. If they came in here, I think if you were like two, like if Lucy and I had come in, if, if we were doing this, a cruise on our own without our family and we had decided to do this, I think they would have stuck us in with another group. Right. Uh-huh. I don't think we would have gotten a private two-on-one with the dolphin. I think they would have merged us with another group of four or five or whatever, you know, (laughs) because when they presented, they bring you into the office after you get done and you get changed and dried off and everything. They bring you into like this really nice building and they have these really nice touchscreen monitors where you can look at all your pictures and everything. And they let you look at them all first and go, Oh, wow. What a good one. You know, it's like, Oh, these are all really nice. And they were Really nice photos. I'll give them that. They took good photos. And then the guy comes over. Oh, you like them? Okay. Well, here's 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 our here's our packages, right? And he hands a laminated piece of paper. You know, it's laminated with the pricing information on it. And there's three packages. The one has digital delivery. The one is that you get the digital delivery plus a handful of prints. And the third is the digital delivery, a handful of prints, and then you also get like a keepsake photo album, right? Okay. My the seven hundred and fifty dollar package was the cheapest of the three options. You got to be kidding me! And that was for the digital delivery. Wow! So like they didn't print anything out. Had it just been you, this would have been your answer. Oh, where'd it go? It's like okay. So, um, so, so you tell the dolphin it was really nice to meet him. We're gonna go back to the ship where some things are included. Wow, you're you're in Mexico. Everything's negotiable. Where's your brother-in-law, the frugal one, at this point? Where was he? Why was he not making deals? Uh, 
he was. You know what? He didn't have to pay, right? He, he didn't have to pay, so he was outside with the baby. <laughs> well, and because then my 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 in laws said, you know, my mother in law her her draw her jaw hit the floor when she saw the pricing, and <laughs> like I don't blame her. Mine did too. You know, it's like oh I, yeah. 750 and like granted they they provided like 160 photos and like 20 to 30 30 second videos but see, like you're not printing anything out it's all digital 750 see, that moment is when <clears throat> all the bad words i know in spanish would have come in real handy <laughs> yeah <laughs> and of course like the the guy giving us the options acts like there's nothing at all wrong with their pricing. He's like, Oh, like you can afford it. Like you, you you're doing this wonderful vacation. How much did this vacation cost you? You can't afford right. seven fifty for these wonderful pictures we took for you. Like it's almost an insult. If you don't spend the seven fifty on the pictures. Wow. Um, my, you know, my, I, at that point I was like, well, that was fun. We won't have anything to show for it, but that was fun, you know, because it's like <laughs> we our have phones memories. were in the lockers and everything, you know, we it's got, like we got the memories. We didn't take any of our own photos. We didn't have our phones on us. So right. there, was that a rule? You couldn't take your phones? Yeah. They didn't want anything. No, <laughs> they wanted to, take to buy off. theirs. <laughs> yes, that too. But it's like they didn't want anything falling into the dolphin pool. So it's like you had to take off all your jewelry, your hats, uh, your sunglasses, your watches, your rings. You couldn't have anything on you other than your clothing. Gotcha. Um, and so I, you know, I saw those prices and it's like, well, that's, that's just going to be what it is. Cause you know, I was like, I never expected my, my in-laws to pay for that. I, that, that. I don't care how much money you have. That's unreasonable for pictures. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, and so, but they were like, well, you know, it'd be really nice to have them. And they said, well, maybe if we get $50 from all the married couples and we'll cover the rest. And I said, deal. That's, I can live with that. I'll, <laughs> I'll pay you $50 for the pictures. Yep. That's completely fair. Um, and then my brother-in-law's wife, she was in there with us looking at them. He wasn't in there. And she says, just, just don't tell him that I'm giving you $50 <laughs> for these photos. Cause he'll. <laughs> He'll say it's not worth it. He won't pay the 50. <laughs> so, cause as soon as she said, before we knew the prices, when we were actually doing the, uh, encounter with the dolphins, she had told him, I would like these pictures when we're done. Cause they, we knew the guy with the camera was there and everything. And as soon as she had told my brother-in-law that he removes himself from the situation, he starts hanging out on the sidelines. Cause she, he says she won't want the pictures if I'm not in them. So he removes himself from the situation to avoid having to buy the pictures. Well, guess what, buddy? You got the pictures for that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, my in-laws were extremely nice. They ended up buying the pictures and then they ended up changing their mind on the $50 later and didn't ask us for the 50. So they ended up just covering it entirely. But, but yeah, I couldn't, man. People That's say crazy. Disney is expensive. <clears throat> Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Genie Plus is a deal of a lifetime. Yeah. Even if you don't get Genie to, Plus, the uni- photo pass. Universal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Universal is expensive. Um, anyway, so we did that and then we kind of, we went to Lucy and I after that, we kind of broke off again, did our own thing. We went out of the port area. The port area in Cabo is actually quite extensive. Um, you don't, I, I think you wouldn't have to leave unless you wanted to, but there was this restaurant we wanted to go to outside of the port and it was only about a five minute walk 
outside of the port. It was called Cabo Wabo. I don't know if either of you have heard oh, of Cabo I'm Wabo. Oh, to go there? Yeah. Sammy ha- Hagar? Yeah. Yep. I wanted to go there, but we started walking that direction. We didn't make it all the way. I think we weren't hungry James or something. James started seeing uh, less white people and more brown people, and he said, hey, yeah, we better turn around. You know, well, you know what? You take that corner right there, and there's uh-huh. – there's people there with those little lizards and they want to walk up to you and put them on your, on your, on your shoulder. And it's like, get away from me. And, uh, yeah, yeah no, we, we started walking that direction. Cause I really wanted to go to Cabo Wabo cause I'm a, a, you know, a big Van Halen, big Sammy Hagar fan. And, and they talk about, I think that's owned by Sammy Hagar, right? Or, it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I really wanted to go there, but we never quite made it over there. Yeah. So we, we went over there. I had seen, I was doing some research ahead of time and people said, if you're in Cabo, you got to go to Cabo Wabo, especially if you're a, a Van Halen fan, even if you're not like, it's just a, it's a cool place. There's a lot of Van Halen memorabilia and stuff in there. A lot of cool pictures. Um, and it's got good food. And so it's like, hey, you know, we were trying to eat, um, local, you know, when we were out and about and, you know, Cabo Wabo is probably slightly more Americanized than some of the other places we went to the other days, but I was like, Hey, we'll try it out, you know? And, uh, it was a lot less busy than I thought it would be. I thought the place would be packed and, um, it wasn't super busy. Granted, we went there. Our Cabo day ended real early. I mean, we had to be back on the ship at like two that day. Cause the ship pulled out at three to then go all the way back to California. Um, and so we were there like right at 12. It was pretty early. Um, but yeah, we enjoyed our lunch there and then we walked back and got back on the ship and came back to California where it was, you know, like 60 degrees again. It was beautiful when we were in Mexico. It was like 80 to 85, sunny, absolutely beautiful. And yeah, coming, coming back was hard. I had some serious cruise blues. But we had a great time. I uh, appreciate my in-laws. My in-laws pretty much sponsored that trip. So That's shout awesome. out shout out to them. It was a really great time. Just, you know, spending quality time with my wife and with, with her family for, for an extended period of time like that. I mean, we see them, you know, once a month anyways. We do we go down there for dinners and stuff like that. But we're there for a few hours of time to I mean, this is the most continuous amount of time that I've spent with them since we got married. So are they looking to adopt any Full grown kids into the family. <laughs> uh, are they? Are they? Are they sponsoring a friends and family cruise coming up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was really nice. Um, spent time with our nieces and nephews, and then ever since I've been home, it's when are we having a baby? So. <laughs> So what's the answer? (laughs) I have no news to share. There is no baby on the way. Well, Uh, well, it doesn't have to be on the way. What's the projected date? (laughs) Twenty (laughs) twenty-eight. What? What? It's twenty-four now. I I imagine by twenty-eight there there will be you know some uh, little feet running around. I don't know. We we (laughs) talked about, and I'm sure nobody actually cares about this, but I don't know. We're thinking maybe within you know a year from now to two tops you know we'd like to start trying for that so yeah nice nothing right so, away but so you're I can taking tell you i can tell you that lots of people care about that yeah. <laughs> oh and you better not introduce it on the show here first before telling your mom 
<laughs> well, he can. She'll never know about it. <laughs> no, she will know because Jason will tell Marsha and then Marsha will tell my mom. And then my mom will say, my mom will call me. That wouldn't be just a text that day. I don't think. Yeah, that Why would be bad. Why didn't you tell me? Yeah, no. So uh, you're, doing it, you're doing it the opposite of me because we got married and then nine months later, Jordan was here. So... Uh, Eight and a half or nine? No, it was nine. It was nine. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know how long he was. Uh, hold on. Let me count in my head. Hold on. No. Well, it sounds like you had fun. Uh, and you got another one coming up this year. So, yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah. It was a good time. At when, least right. when, I know oh, you sorry. said it, but when, when's your next one? It'll be the week of Thanksgiving. It's the Saturday before Thanksgiving to through the Saturday after. It's like the 22nd through the 29th or the 23rd through the 30th, whatever those Saturdays are nice. in November. Cool. That'll be cool. Um, yeah. At least when I go on vacation, I have the decency to not be like sending you guys a whole bunch of pictures of the whole time you're working. Well, you should. <laughs> you should. But you said you didn't have Wi-Fi. So, yeah. That's the only reason you didn't the- send pictures. <laughs> Don't have the decency. Come on. I thought that was a good thing. I was holding back. Man, I was yeah. I was yeah. having the blues that Monday and Tuesday, and here James and Jason are being like, We're having so much fun. Actually, I, I think I think I held back too. I don't think I sent that many. It's always when there's when there's a group of people, a group of friends that are going on vacation, it sucks to be the first one to go and the first one to come back because then you got to deal with the depression of being back, and then you got to deal with the further depressing fact that other people are going yeah. and yeah. rubbing it in your face. So well, I that's apologize. how I. That's no, no, how no. I no. Felt. I'm not really that upset about it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That's how I felt. Which <laughs> I came back from my trip. Our our last day was Tuesday. We flew back Wednesday, and I'm thinking, man, James still has three days on his trip that he's having fun, and I'm flying back to go back to real life. <laughs> it's like screw that guy. I don't want to see any pictures from him. <laughs> No, well, no, I like I like seeing pictures, especially where it was like a year ago when we were coming off our last cruise, and you know James started throwing around the idea of going to Disney World. It's like I didn't think there'd be any way we wouldn't be there, and so that was another layer to like the hurt or the sadness, the depression. <laughs> yeah, because yep. it's like I really there was a considerable effort for us to be there, also. And it just didn't, didn't work out. We had a great time with, with Lucy's family and it was probably a really good thing that we spent time with, with her family and did that with them. But yeah, it was like, man, I, I really want to be in Disney world. Uh-oh. San Francisco Who's just scored. They just scored a touchdown. Uh, Purdy to Debo Samuel. Uh, extra point is coming right now. It is 24, 17. So, wow. They're turning make, this into a game. A comeback. Huh? Yep. There's one last thing I want to say before I hand it over to James to talk about his trip. Are we going to James next? I don't know. Yeah, we'll go to James. Okay. Carnival um, doesn't have Coke products. They're exclusively Pepsi products. Really? So, yeah, when I found that out, because I've always been more of a Coke person, and I know all of my uncles pretty much are Pepsi people. Yes. Um, At least on my mom's side of the family. Yeah. uh, I was a so person. Now I'm a Dr. Pepper person. So, see, Dr. Pepper is not a cola, so it doesn't really factor in. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Yep. Pepper is its own field. Yeah. Um, it's either Coke or Pepsi, and it's Pepsi. 
And if you like Coke, then I'd agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. <laughs> and so I was kind of bummed when I found that out because I was like, man, you know, because, uh, but uh, the, that first day we got on the ship, I, I got a Pepsi. <laughs> And I don't know if I was just really thirsty at the moment. You were you were really thirsty. But I was drinking it. I was drinking converting? it and I was like, Oh, that's so good. If you if, yeah. if and I was if drinking you enjoyed them, it, you were thirsty. I was drinking them all week. And I'm like, you know what? This this isn't that bad. Now I still don't care for it directly out of the can. I gotta transfer it from the can into like a cup with ice. There's something about them the Pepsi specifically in the can, it has this weird metallic flavor um, that I don't care for. So I got to transfer it out of the can. But we came home and we went to the grocery store the next day and we were in the soda aisle and I needed to buy more soda. And I usually get Cherry Coke Zero and Dr. Pepper Zero, the zero sugar varieties, right? And it was like, you know, it just so happened they didn't have, they didn't happen to have any Coke Zero cherry, but they had some, the, the wild cherry Pepsi Zero, and I was like, uh, "Good okay. stuff. All right, I'll, I'll I'll pick up the case. We'll see how it is." Because um, on the cruise, it was just um, Pepsi and Diet Pepsi, um, and so I was just drinking normal Pepsi. <clears throat> um, but then I went to the store again this weekend, and I got another case of the cherry, and I got a case of the Pepsi Zero. So we've anyways. converted them. We've converted them. We'll see how long that lasts, but yeah, right now I've been doing been doing Pepsi. Welcome to the light side. <laughs> All right, James. All right, so what are we in now? Almost an hour. So yeah. this is going to be what, like a four hour episode? Well, hopefully not. I was trying to keep it under two. See, you can, Jason can just split it up and release part one tonight. Yeah, yeah part, we could almost part two. We, we on could, we Wednesday. Almost, we could almost stop. Start recording again and make this like three separate episodes. We could, we could. I will make it work somehow. And that is exactly what we are going to do. That is the end of part one of episode 139, Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and Mexico. Stay tuned for part number two.